spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Pi Day! I don't think the banks are happy. They're not. How many banks are unhappy in the United States? Uh, a lot of those mid-level banks. Uh, a lot? They call, yes. I thought two. Well, two are no longer banks at all at this point. They're going to be maybe the name, but it's going to be taken over. They're they're essentially done. Okay, let me just say this. The last time that I talked about banks was 2008. Yeah, well. This and is... I don't want to go down that road, and I'm not saying that we are, but I think there's some... I think there's some cause for not panic, but maybe a bit of alert, you know, um, that we need to figure this out. I know the White House is on it. That doesn't always make me feel better. But, you know, we had two banks basically go under. And, yeah. you know, people are starting to say, hey, you remember that uh, Lehman Brothers uh, thing that went under in 2008? This is a that? bit different. All right. Uh, but there's a lot of things, you know, that that play into this, including the fact that Trump rolled back some of the uh, stuff that there was put in place afterwards. And part of that was because Dodd-Frank, which is that bill that they pushed through that made, you know, make sure that banks do this, this and this. Barney Frank, who was part of the co-author, his name's on the bill, mm. he took over as one of the uh, board members at Signature Bank that went under. And, you know, he came out today and said, stop blaming Trump for this because his bank, those mid-level banks were getting destroyed with regulation and they couldn't survive. So they want him to roll some of that back. These banks failed for a lot of reasons. One of them, low interest rates because they were giving out cheap loans and then loans were getting more expensive now. That was a big thing. They they made bad investments like the SVB is essentially a VC bank. They're giving money out to all kinds of crap. But didn't Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac in 2008, they did a bunch of bad investments. They did the subpar loans. Because they the gave everybody said, a, everybody right. deserves a house. Which is not the case. If you can't afford a house, yes. you can't afford a mortgage. And it's unfortunate, but not everybody can afford a house. Yeah. So is there any similarity? Because that seems like a way bigger deal than what we're doing yes, with today. It, similarities in the sense that they were doing some stuff they probably shouldn't have done. Uh, but the difference is it's very much contained. Signature Bank was a big crypto bank. So they paid the price, obviously, with crypto. Uh, the SVB was a uh, an investment bank in a lot of ways for startups, not just tech, but a lot of places. And See, they, I keep hearing that word, man. Yeah, so I keep hearing tech, but yeah, well, in tech today. I mean, Meta came out, which Facebook they 10, eliminated jobs. another ten. Right. So eleven thousand November, ten thousand today. That's yep. twenty one thousand. But there was also five thousand jobs that were available, and they said we're not going to fill those. We're taking those away. It was what Jim Rounds we talked about with Rounds a couple weeks ago. The Economist that yeah. that that new kind of recession is. We're just not going to fill the the jobs. We're going to we're going to we're going to keep issues. what we have. Yep. We're going to keep the workers we have. And we're not going to go and ask anybody else to join us. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And that's kind of where, where, where we're at at this point in time. I don't think some of the banks that First Republic and a lot of these other banks that were, because they're regional banks, they got dragged into a situation where there was panic. And that's the other thing. Man, panic? Oh, my God. Panic can happen fast. And, and well, there's a run on the bank. There's a run on the bank. And now, again, run on the bank on your phone. Right. But they have... Ways to protect 
that from taking place, you know, much easier than just going to the bank itself. So I don't think it's going to be as bad as 2008, but there's definitely some cause for concern. Moody's is downgrading the bank outlook as far as investing. And by the way, you can invest in your local banks and they need that money because they take that money and invest in certain things, loan it out, stuff like that. They need those kind of things. It's not as bad as, but it's definitely some cause for concern. Yeah, no, I get that. But, you know, Today's Tuesday. Yesterday, I think the, the stock market was down just a bit. Today, it's up over 300 points. And part of that is because Meta laid off. Investors love it when they lay people off in certain ways because you're saving salary. And their goal is, can you do more with less or the same with less? And Disney laid off a bunch of people as well. And they're saving $2.5 billion just in salary and benefits alone. So we're going to keep our eye on the banks. Yes. Let's let's talk about something that's a little bit closer to home, even though the banks, you know, how they do, uh, it deals with the economy and recession and how much trouble they could be in. But something a little bit, I think, for at least for me, simpler to digest, inflation. Uh, bad problem, certainly way too high. I understand it a lot better than the big banks. Inflation in uh, Phoenix dipped from 9.5% to 8.5%. It's a party. Well, eggs are going down, and other things going up now. That's what's weird. Yeah, and S- gas prices are high. This, At so least it's four dollars twenty cents per it, gallon. Now. It is official. The summer blend move is on, so it's going to continue to move up probably yeah. for a little bit. So here's where it hurts you. Uh, our gas prices are some of the highest in the nation. Yep, I saw four twenty the other day. Four forty nine at this down here at the Chevron. Oh, they dinner. rip us off. They rip their ripper offers. So I'm thinking I'm seeing four twenty a gallon for regular. If you want to talk about inflation, Phoenix inflation rate dipped to eight point five. It is still, from what I understand, number two. Tampa was higher, eight point nine. We're at eight point five. But overall, as the as the country goes through this, um, it is the eighth straight month where inflation fell. So nationwide inflation is at 6% here in Phoenix, 8.5%. And so so basically, we have some of the highest gas prices yeah. in the country, and we have certainly the second highest inflation rate in the country. And that hurts Arizona. There's no doubt about yeah. it. It's hurting your wallet. It's hurting what you're taking well, if home. if you got a 5% raise last year, and it's 85 you actually have lost 3.5%. Right. So you took a pay cut. So that's how you have to, if that just says everything you need to know, right? Like, oh, are you kidding me? I think people out there, it's like, do we look at the situation with the banks and two that have failed? Because then you get the flashbacks to 08 and you're like, uh oh, I could lose my job. This could be the beginning of something. Do folks look at that or are they looking at, you know what, gas prices, inflation? Because I think most people are looking at gas prices, inflation. Yeah. Well, people are worried about, you know, no, is their bank solvent? Sure. They're worried about, is this 2008, even though they don't understand it? Uh, you know, but people also, they haven't done the risky things where they gave everybody a house. Right. And and so many, so much of what destroyed that was the fact that, you know, you're making 16 bucks an hour as the assistant to the assistant manager at Taco Bell, mm-hmm. and they gave you a loan for 110% of a home. That cost five hundred thousand dollars, and yeah, that was never going to happen. No, no. Yeah, so it's different now. But yeah, there's a worry out there that this could be the beginning of a slowdown, and maybe that the ride's going to get bumpy, and potentially the landing, when it does come, because it will come, will be instead of soft, uh, a little bit harder, a little bit tougher. Yeah. 
recession this year. A lot of people think that's going to happen. We were hoping for a soft landing, maybe with the banks and that kind of stuff that's going on, maybe a little bit rougher. We'll continue to talk about it. Plus, we had something for the first time ever. Twitter played a huge role in the panic. Uh, it was a run on the bank on Twitter. It was a big, it was, and that was a huge deal yeah. on, on Twitter. Hmm. All right. Up next, uh, we're going to talk to Maricopa County Attorney Rachel Mitchell. Here's why. Um, executions. We're supposed to have one on April 6th. The governor and the AG have halted, paused executions. Why? And Rachel Mitchell is on the side of we need to we need to ramp these up. Actually, we need to we need to start this again. So we'll ask her uh, if the governor is currently breaking the law by stopping and halting these executions. Next. This is the Gatos and Chad show. That's right. We're awesome. So settle down. So we have um, we've got a little problem with executions here in the state of Arizona. For about eight years, we stopped them. Last year, after we that turned it back horrific on. Horrific incident that took. Wasn't horrific. No, that's what I hear. Everybody no, said it's the most horrific incident oh, ever. It uh, took a little time for the guy to die. Yeah. All right. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm not for torture. I am for the death penalty. You go and you kill somebody. Guess what? You should be strapped to a gurney and get the same thing. So for eight years, we didn't we didn't do anything, and then we turned it back on. You know, last year we went three for three. <laughs> uh, We're a thousand. But Governor Hobbs and Attorney General uh, Mays, they don't. They they want to pause it. They want to look at it. They want to they want to see if anything went wrong over the 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 past year with three executions. So really now weird, right? Like they wanted to pause it, but at the same time study it mm-hmm. as it's going on, which yeah. is kind of I don't know how you stop something and study it while you're doing it. So there's supposed to be an execution on April sixth. We now have Hobbs Mays. We've got uh, the Arizona Supreme Court involved, and also now Maricopa County Attorney Rachel Mitchell has joined in on this, and she joined us earlier today. And here was my first question to her. Is our governor breaking the law by stopping executions in the state of Arizona? Well, as as you know, um, when they first started office, I had a press conference and I talked about the fact that this is an incredibly, well, it's, it is the most serious decision that I as a county attorney make. And I respect the desire to make sure that, you know, things are, are handled appropriately. But the bottom line in this situation is that a warrant of execution has been issued by the Arizona Supreme Court. Uh, this individual has exhausted his appeals, uh, both federally and in the state. And the law requires that the execution be carried out. So we've heard, again, we were just talking about it. Uh, we've heard everything from it's the, it's the, it's the drugs. It's the, you know, nobody's trained. Have you got a straight answer on, on what it is? Because it seems to be all over the place, depending on who you're asking. I, I don't have an exact answer on that. But what I what I can rely on is what I witnessed myself uh, when I went to the last execution uh, that was of Mr. Hooper. Um, and what I saw was a, a process that um, in no way was uh 
inappropriate or painful. And in fact, the the bit of delay that was experienced in that uh, process was to get a smaller needle, as the medical technician said, to so that it would hurt less. Um, and I did not see him wince or grimace. In fact, he was joking uh, through most of the process and in fact uh, was saying, you know, let's get this going. Uh, so I don't share those concerns based on what I observed myself. Uh, we're chatting with Maricopa County Attorney Rachel Mitchell. So uh, this guy on death row, Aaron Gunches, right? He's supposed to be uh, executed April 6th, right? Yes. Okay. So how do you see this going down? Are you going to ask Arizona Supreme Court to order order the governor to carry this execution out? Well, we have joined uh, the victim in asking that. Uh, the victim in this case, who was taken out into the desert and executed, uh, Ted Price, uh, he has family members, and they have filed a uh, brief with the Arizona Supreme Court asking the court to order uh, that the execution be carried out. And we have filed what's called an amicus brief. Basically, it is somebody who has a strong interest in the outcome. Um, and we are the, it's my office that prosecuted this case um, and we certainly recognize there's a victim's bill of rights in Arizona and they have a right to resolution uh, of a case and in this situation it's appropriate the appeals have been exhausted in fact uh, Mr. Gunches himself has asked to be moved to Texas so that his sentence would be carried out which of course we can't do but um, th- those are his desires. Have you talked to, to the AG or to the governor about any of this? I have not spoken with Governor Hobbs. I have talked to uh, the Attorney General. Uh, I, in fact, I spoke to her on the day that the announcement was made, and I, I've had other conversations on other matters with her. Um, so, yes, I have. What did she say? Well, I mean, it was right after the uh, announcement came out that they were putting a pause on executions, and it was just a, a general discussion. And, of course, I conveyed uh, my concerns about victims' rights. Uh, these are people who have been waiting uh, decades. And, in fact, uh, the crime in this case happened in November of 2002. Mr. Hooper, uh, that was just executed, uh, I mean, just to give you a perspective, I'm I'm 55 years old. That crime that he was executed for happened when I was 13 years old. Yeah. I remember yeah. the crime because I, I grew up here. Um, and, and this is how long these victims have been hanging in. And so they need to have that final resolution to their, to, you know, to get justice for their loved ones. Yeah, I yeah. would agree with that, too. Yeah. Maricopa County Attorney Rachel Mitchell is joining us. Legally, who makes the final calls at the Arizona Supreme Court or the governor? What does the law say? Well, the law says that the sentence, you know, should be carried out. And there, if there is going to be a deviation from the sentence, then it has to go through a process that includes the executive clemency board. That hasn't happened. So there's no provision in Arizona's law that one person, even even the governor, can make a unilateral decision to disregard the sentence. And so the, the law is clear on that, but obviously we have uh, gone to the Arizona Supreme Court and asked them to make a final decision, and so they, they are the ones who will make the call. So there's not that, that, you know, that thing we always see in the television where they wait for the governor's call and they're going to pick it up and say, stop the execution. That, that That's not going to happen, because mm. I think 
a lot of people think, you know, TV, it's real. It's got to happen that way. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, there are, if, if something would come up, there are provisions for that. But that's not the posture we're in. The posture we're in is um, he's been found guilty. He's been sentenced to death and his appeals have run. Your best guess, we're running out of time, April 6th, does he get executed? Yes or no? You know, um, I... I think that's what the law requires. Uh, so I'll, I'll go as far as saying that. We'll You're see what happens. Not sure what's going to happen, though, huh? Um, you know, I've been a lawyer too long to <laughs> <laughs> say that anything definitively will happen. But yeah. that is what the law requires is his execution on April the 6th. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate your time very much. Thank you very much for having me. Have a good day. All right, you too, Maricopa County Attorney Rachel Mitchell. It's a fight. I mean, we've got our politicians fighting with each other. It's April sixth. Uh, that's when the that's when this guy should be uh, put to put to put down. Sorry, I don't know yeah. how else to say it. Guy is a murderer. He should be put down like the dog that he is. God, it sounded like Trump. Remember he said that? He, he essentially what what needs to happen is uh, the what he was convicted of. That sentence should be carried out. It should. No, there's no doubt. And you know, I feel for the family who's got to you know wait through all this stuff. Yeah. When you heard what some of these people have done, you know, again, we you can debate whether or not you think it should be try to get it on the ballot, change it. But the reality is, it's it's it is the law. And we need to follow that. Coming up next, um, are migrants going to wait 10 years to see a judge in the United States of America? Next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, did you watch that film, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? I started to, yeah, I can't get through it. I you couldn't like, do it. No, I can't. See, I, can't. I heard that you were going to watch it. It won every, like, major It won award. everything, everywhere, all oh, at once on that <laughs> night, and it did not win my heart. Did you try and get through it? What was I wrong with it? a couple it? times. I just, you know what? Uh, uh, Steve and I have talked about this, and I've talked to, it's just... It's not, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the multiverse after a while. It gets confusing. And if I have to watch a movie several times, like hearing a joke, right? If you got to tell somebody a joke over and over again, maybe it isn't as funny as you think it is. Yeah. But everybody seems to like that movie. And you can't get into it. Do they seem to like yeah. it? Yeah. Or do they feel like they have to say they like it? You know what I couldn't get through that you loved? What? Uh, what was it? Uh, the Netflix Wednesday. Everybody loves that. I, I couldn't watch it. I just couldn't yeah, get I into have kids. it. I don't think I would have watched it as a grown man. Oh, I get, there are a lot of people watching it. Yeah, I know that, but I'm not a creeper. And Why would uh, it be a creeper? she's like 21. Uh, but, There's no creeper. No, no, no. But I, 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 what are you putting it out in the universe for? I, I liked... Uh, uh, I like I like I like Wednesday. Charlie loves Wednesday. Like See, she's got I, a Wednesday I, dress. It's her it's her dream. I she thought it was a it. show for everybody. Uh, it is. Well, I couldn't get into it. I'm into. You know what I'm into right now? F1. The drive that that uh, that Formula One thing on Netflix. I don't know. Oh my god! I did watch. And so so Pablo's shaking his head because I was making fun. If you've watched F1, mm. the difference between F1 and NASCAR is tremendous. So they'll spend three hundred, four hundred, a billion dollars on their car in F1, and NASCAR spends a nickel. 
is the way it seems. These guys, it's a different world. And talk about beautiful people. They're in an ugly driver out there. <laughs> right? You know, it's like, man, you know, man, I'm so happy to be here today. I can't believe a Chevrolet Dodge uh, uh, AMC Jeep uh, Grand Cherokee uh, truck that I'm driving. Uh, God bless you. Milk and, and all this. And then you go over there, the F1, they're like, oh, I'm so excited to be driving this. And if you've seen my beautiful girl, it sounds like crazy. <laughs> so you're watching that, but you can't watch what they're saying is the no, best movie because everything, everywhere, all at once is just... Nah. Steve's about ready to punch me. I can see why. Wise, wise man. man. When did you try to watch it? A couple times. No, but like at what time of day? Uh, well, the night. Knowing your schedule, night, you were probably night. exhausted. And I tried to watch it a couple times here. Uh, uh, because, you know, I've got all the movie things. I tried to watch a couple times here. If it's not a horror film, day, you don't like no, it. No, 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 no. If somebody just get their head chopped off, you don't like the movie. Well, the sausage fingers. I don't know what that is. Jamie I'm going to try. And, I'm going to try and give it a shot this weekend. I will say though, Steve. Steve. Steve said something the other day that we were talking about. She should have won the Academy Award based on stuff, uh, rather than the uh, Angela Bassett. Everybody is, agrees with you 100. percent Her role was way better than the Wakanda role for Angela Bassett, and that's why she won. That's why she won. Okay, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee of Curtis. course, who's awesome. Really, she won it because she's Laurie Strode. They just didn't want to give it Strode. to her for being Laurie Strode. <laughs> Go home and watch. F1. It's awesome. It's incredible. Man, right. it's real money. There's a difference between being rich and wealthy, and that is wealth. Uh, Becky Lynn is next. We'll be back tomorrow at 2. We're fine. Deal with it.